So I had kind of an unusual dining experience for me, at least last night, which is that I went to an actual nice restaurant. Lucky you, Alice. Where was this restaurant? This was in Peabody. This was Daniela's in Peabody, kind of near the North Shore Mall. I don't know it whatsoever. Um, I I don't have your money. I don't either, um, but it was hopping. It was really busy in there. There's some From kind Monday of, night. I know, on a Monday night when a lot of restaurants aren't even open on a Monday. And it was not, um, it wasn't super pricey, I guess, for the for nowadays for restaurants. But um, it was definitely a nicer restaurant. And it was, um, I mean, the entrees were like around 30 bucks. So that's not like crazy. Yeah, it's not crazy, but it's good. Yeah, but it was it was definitely like a, a fancier restaurant. You know, there were like artisanal bottles of water at the table and stuff. And, um, you know, cloth napkins. <laughs> I know, I mean, you're probably too easily impressed. But um, Were they nice to you? Was it just <laughs> people are so rarely nice to you that you were just blown away? No, but it was, it was a nice experience because normally we tend to go to more kind of divey places. Right, because we have f- four animals with us. <laughs> true, true. But this was um, so. What? Okay. So, what are the other for... signs that you were at an opulent restaurant? How did you know this is really something special? Um. Well, I don't know. What is the thing you just mentioned? That they... well, the thing I just mentioned to you. I was trying to think if there was anything else that I should say leading up to my uh, favorite part of the restaurant, which is that. Um, the waiter comes over with a huge hunk of Parmesan cheese and tells you to say when over your meal with the grater. And do you like that? I, I enjoyed that. I like that. And do you like the big cheese grater? <laughs> I like the big cheese grater and I like the waiter coming over to me and going, say when. And this I is probably, so thinly veiled sexual. It's, it's not. Really, <laughs> yes, it is. sexual. Yes, it is. But I think with women, food, The server was I a think, woman anyway. So. Well... <laughs> it's a, a whole different universe that we could talk about, but I think with women, food is semi-sexual. We could say sensual. How sensual, about yes, it's yes, or, uh, absolutely. But it was great. I had chicken piccata. Okay, well, like hold greeny. on, you, hold on. So she's grating cheese. You're hugely impressed by this. I love this. Well, first of all, freshly grated cheese is much better than the shakeable cheese, which has a place in the world. I'm not knocking yep. the shake parmesan yep. cheese. Yeah. But the freshly grated Parmesan cheese is a different experience. Can it is, we agree? but, but oh yes, but here's the problem. And let's say, and I'm picturing this waitress with the cheese thing being beautiful. She was lovely. Actually. Yes. It, this is interesting. Okay. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Keep going. Have you kissed a woman else? No. No. Go ahead. Liar. Okay. Uh, but. Um, but, um, my feeling is this, is that the thing that would get me with the cheese is, especially if it's a woman, is that I wouldn't, especially if she's attractive, is that obviously I wouldn't, I'd say when far before I really meant when. Okay, so I did wonder about this. Is it bad to wait? too long to say when like is that inappropriate (laughs) i think normal people probably shut it off at a normal time but but (laughs) like but i'm a really big parmesan cheese person but but you've seen what i've how i eat like tripe i could never have somebody empty the cheese you normally 
take the lid take the off, lid off the cheese shaker that's and at the, the table at an Italian restaurant and, and the crushed red pepper. And it's horribly embarrassing, but I, I have to do it. Obviously, I don't like to be caught in action, and I try to mix it right into the tripe quickly. The mm-hmm. chi- in the, but yeah, if I was, if especially if she's attractive, I am not getting the amount of cheap. Plus, I'm fat, so there's, I'm not letting her see the true me. But here's <laughs> the deal: to be honest, is I want all the cheese. Just I go want ahead the whole and thing. grate that whole baby in there. Yeah, grate the whole baby in there, or just leave the equipment with me, and I'll <laughs> handle it from there, which I would really love and appreciate. Remember, If they brought you the big hunk of cheese in the grater and just left it at the table for you? Yes. Yeah, although that might not be as much of a sign that you're at a fancy restaurant, like... Yeah, but remember... the ambiance. Remember we went to the... What's the Mexican place in um, Amesbury? Grande Mexico. Grande Mexico, and they brought the industrial hot sauce in that they used mm-hmm. in the, the kitchen. The plastic squeeze bottle that right, I love. Right, which yeah. is not for public use. This is professional yeah. equipment they brought in, and they left it at our table for me to use as I will. Like, that was, to me, talk about, like, I don't mean sexual, but I mean, to me, that's them saying that they love me, and I love <laughs> you, too. I know. Yeah, so so I did wonder this. So, I so did the cheese start- was going on chicken piccata? Mm-hmm. That was okay. on a linguine base. Yeah, I get you. I mean, obviously, it's a, it's obviously a winner. It's a good thing to order. It's a tough thing for me because, I mean, linguine itself is is wonderful. I mean, it, mm-hmm. is linguine? I actually was. There were a bunch of appetizers. Too. I there cooked was- linguine on a date, mm-hmm. and was told essentially that it was so indulgent that it was it was almost an aphrodisiac. I believe that. You're a really good um pasta preparer. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and yes. You put the time in on that for sure. Yeah. And linguine is a good pasta shape. As far oh, as totally. We're going. Totally it is. I mean I'm for me it's linguine. Or um, you like the really thin though. You like angel hair. Angel hair or vermicelli. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Those are those are my go tos. I love them. I, I think that spread the, that that texture, the all little strands. It's it coils. Really, that's where it is. It's like with your pita that you make. Mm-hmm. It's all the layers. You know, that's of course that's what makes it harder to make. And you know, you have to pretty much stay a little bit on top of angel hair, especially if you're eating it a pound at a time, which I used to do. Yeah, because otherwise it gets clumped together, and nobody likes clumpy right spaghetti shapes, right? But yeah. Um, well, isn't that a good? Isn't that important too? Doesn't that mean? Let's say bringing it back to the romantic part of this. Right. Isn't it important that as a guy? That you're providing as a woman, mm-hmm. that you associate that this man brings me pleasure through the food. Yeah, it's a good to associate that guy with that food. You, know, you talked about an ex-boyfriend of yours, and that he was really good at cracking eggs with one hand, mm-hmm. and and like so without shells, but just having that knack. And I think to and I, I always think about that and. I'm not jealous of that, but I'm envious of it. And I think that, yeah, you know what? That would be a trait that a woman would like in a man. He can handle yeah. eggs with one hand. It's it, There's a cocksure value. It kind of seems val- hyper-competent, which yes, is it's, always... Yes, it's there's a cocksure value mm-hmm. to it. Yeah, because you're doing it with one hand. You have no doubt that there's not going to be any shell in there mm-hmm. uh, with one hand or whatever. I can never, 
everything everything I make of egg is one sixth shell. <laughs> I cannot. I kind of feel like I'm good at eggs. I you feel are like good that's at one eggs. of my talents. So I think we should let me be the egg person in the house and you should be the well, pasta person. Except for so, mac and cheese, which is one of my gifts also. So let's talk about this because um because that's another thing that I've always loved about you that your ability to make deviled eggs in bulk. Mm-hmm. I can't even do hard-boiled eggs competently. And to make deviled eggs, which is, of course, eggs with the precious... Well, hard-boiled eggs, there's a secret. And I've had trial and error, and nothing grosses me out more than hard-boiled eggs with a greenish yolk. Yes. It's disgusting. I don't like it. That's because they're overcooked. Right. Okay, but the, but, but my... my, my the, but, I want my hard-boiled but egg the almost egg, soft-boiled. A deviled egg is... A, a gorgeous thing. If mm-hmm. if a waiter's coming by in a nice restaurant or a, you're, you're in a, at a cocktail reception and a person with deviled eggs comes by, you take one of those. That's one of the good things. Oh, yeah. And for you to be able to make those in our house where they're a pain to make other people, it takes a certain personality type. Mm-hmm. So so that's one. This is our couples therapy. <laughs> oh, good. So that's one of the things that I love about you is that you're able and willing to do that. Anybody else's mind would be like, no, thank you. I'm not doing this. Um... Many other people, anyway. Uh, no, thank you. I'm not doing this. This is too um, involved. For... I love doing that. I know. That's one of the reasons I love you. Mm-hmm. Devil eggs is one of the things. Yep. And this is important. And actually, I, I, I think that probably food is very intimate, among, especially we've been married for 13 years. Yes. So food is very intimate among people in the way you act around food in food with each other. Yes. And like you definitely have your... And we'll get back to your restaurant in a sec. But you definitely have the things that you like. You're very, you're a very sweets person. You like all candies, <laughs> especially True. the terrible. If you find the terrible section in a store where the candies are, the, the section uh. that are barely, that barely have the that are generic generally. Usually the package is dusty. If it's some kind of <laughs> gummy or licorice thing that a hasn't been touched like or, or enjoyed since the, the mm. since the eighteen ninety World's probably. Fair, that is the, what Alice likes. That section. We could probably do an entire episode on like penny candy places where you go and you just buy it by weight and they have all the little cans and you can fill a bag with whatever you want. Alice Shattuck likes that. All place. the little clear boxes. I love those places. There used to be one at the Woburn Mall called Pinches and Pounds. Mm, it's a Woburn Mall. My goodness. I, that thing's limping along. <laughs> that yeah, that's, that is now the Halloween there. store there. <laughs> that cannot still be there. Oh, my gosh. That was a decrepit mall even when I was a kid. I remember the heyday. They had a great hobby shop in there in the Woburn Mall. It was great where we used to get uh, models, mm-hmm. model glue. And there was some kind of great fabric store that my mom loved there. Maybe even, I might have even taken like a sewing class there. Now we're getting really far afield. But anyway, yes, someday we'll do the food show episode on Penny Candy Place. Okay, so you're having a romantic dinner last night at Daniela's. Not romantic. Well, it's she a, sque- it was she a does work the, dinner. What else did? How else were you tweet, treated that made you feel swept off your feet at this well, place? So I have another question, and this goes to how I'm like a socially awkward, weird person. Um, and like maybe I did something wrong, but I didn't know, and it was an accident. But um. Like what you were saying with the cheese, I wasn't sure what the etiquette with the grating of the cheese was. Like, how long are you allowed to wait before you say when, <laughs> you know? So I didn't, I did probably do more, slightly more than a normal person, but like not quite as much Parmesan as I wanted, which 
like I love Parmesan. And like you say, like especially with a pasta dish, you want to still have the Parmesan around because after you eat through the first layer of food, you want to be able to put more Parmesan on the next layer down clearly you know you don't want to be left without parmesan and it's not like you can call the waiter back and ask them to grate more like i think that's probably frowned upon i don't know fully the restaurant etiquette um since i don't go to as many restaurants where people are offering to grate cheese onto my food but um anyway so the next thing that maybe i did wrong at the restaurant and i generally think i know how to behave in restaurants but um they I was and this is like I'm worried I did something wrong but you can tell me if I did or not but I was the only person who ordered dessert I didn't know I was going to be the only person who ordered dessert when I ordered dessert everyone had dessert menus but everyone else said no but I but I wasn't the last person so I didn't know that at the time do you know what I mean yes so was that wrong to order dessert say it again I was the only person who ordered dessert that out of like 20 people, but I wasn't the last one to order. So I didn't know I was going to be the only one. Everybody had a dessert menu, but then I felt awkward because, so was that well, a mistake? Are you not supposed to, if you're out in a big group and everybody's offered dessert? I mean, I definitely don't okay, feel like I overdid on. it in terms hold, of cost because I wasn't Alice, drinking me... and everybody else was yes. drinking. So, I mean, like, let me, let's, let's adjudicate this. Okay. A couple of things. One, you arrived late. Yes. So. But I. But it was before the ordering happened, and it right. wasn't actually like bad late. Two. I wouldn't have ordered dessert, but I would have wanted dessert. Right. If everybody had left, and then the waiter came by and said, "Brother, you want dessert?" <laughs> I would rock the house, and I would say, "Yes, absolutely." But if there was anybody. There, like anybody, any skinny people, and certainly any attractive women, I'm not having dessert. I am use, I am going to pre-married Tom days of pretending I'm a dainty, finicky eater. Well, right, but I'm already pregnant, so that's right. Well, so gone. that's your carte blanche. So you mm-hmm. have. They might even even felt bad if you didn't order dessert. Mm-hmm. If you had ordered a cocktail, then I would have been just absolutely. Although you know, it's interesting because, um, the waitstaff offered me wine every poor that they did when they came by with wine they offered me wine every time so i don't know if that's just like maybe that's a fancier restaurant thing too where they don't feel that it's their like place to tell you because most well alice that does not have to do with the not being allowed to notice that you're pregnant well the cataclysmic societal infraction (laughs) of misdiagnosing a fat person as being pregnant so it's got to be the got to be policy is like okay guys offer everybody I don't care how pregnant they look I don't care um, if she's wearing a, a t-shirt saying I am pregnant on it I don't care if uh, if the I don't even care if the if the waiter is the one who conceived with the uh, w- the patron you don't want to make that mistake which is the uh, most horrific social fumble that there can be but I have seen that happen though actually it is Waiters refuse to serve pregnant people. Really? Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> well, so I think that. The- but not at a fancier <laughs> restaurant because of that, I think. You know what I mean? Like, I think the fancier restaurant probably tells the waitstaff, you offer everybody the wine, <laughs> you know? Um, because, yeah, the place specifically where I saw that happen was a Not Your Average Joe's. Really? 
Yeah. Oh, that is a terrible move. <laughs> well, also, like you, you never know because a pregnant woman might a woman might also just be getting in on a toast, right? Um, and also, it's a glass of wine, you know. It, it, so, I mean, in most countries, they let pregnant people have a glass of wine, not right. for nothing. But but maybe the maybe the restaurant is supposed to ask you, and then when you say yes, then deny you. <laughs> that was a rhetorical so anyway, uh, query, ma'am. I'm sorry about that. We can't yeah. actually give you wine. I turned down all the glasses of wine. And some people did have cocktails. Um, a few people ordered Cosmopolitans by me. Yeah, this has something to do with what we referenced on the uh, Burn Barrel podcast last night, I think. Wait, who? who okay. Okay. Were cosmopolitans consumed by gentlemen? Um, not the two people near me who had cosmos were both women. Okay, but I didn't see what everybody at the table was drinking. Okay, it was a long, skinny table too, which mm-hmm. is like not the best for the group atmosphere. Oh no, that, that's terrible, especially you don't so, know because you're, you're like be... locked into just talking to like the three people closest to you or whatever. Yes. Yeah, Which that is can... okay, but you miss out on like other pieces well, of the conversation. Well, so, but at least you were with, so two women were close to you. That's good mm-hmm. because they're going to be interested in like pregnancy mm-hmm. more than guys who aren't interested in that. And as a matter of fact, would feel uncomfortable. Like, it, probably. It could have been the situation with your waiter if it was a guy. It was no, like, it was a girl. Okay. But, um, okay. So the chicken piccata, did you have an appetizer? Um, there were a bunch of appetizers for the table. So I had some calamari. Okay. I don't like that either. I'm not good. I am nervous at this dinner. Well, so there was calamari. I I like calamari, but I want all the calamari. Right. No, you don't want to be past the plate of calamari and take a few to put on your bread plate and then pass it on to the next person. Of course, because I want, especially if it's nice and greasy and spicy calamari, I want it to, its final destination Mm -hmm. to be in front of me. And some kind of fancy ravioli in like a special sauce with like pistachios and and mushrooms and stuff. Pass. A ravioli is just a weird um, cheese pillow. It's just, it's it's a misuse of pasta. Pasta should be stringy or have something interesting to it. Much oh, as is... The Italians are going to yell at me, but I forgot what this is called. But there was an eggplant. Um, shoot. It's like a roll, like a cannoli, but a pasta roll. It's, it has a name, like a yeah. rollatini or something. <laughs> <This is laughs> not, wow, right. how racist is that? <laughs> but it's something like that. But there was that. I, I thought all the food was delicious. Um, there was some salad that I had, too, that was delicious. I, I, that had, like, cheese in it. Everything oh, like antipasto was. kind of salad? Mm-hmm. Hmm. So that was great. Um, yeah, I thought all the food was delicious. My chicken piccata was delicious. My dessert that I ate by myself was delicious <laughs> at the table of 20 people. <laughs> so... So did you actually delay in everybody's departure? I don't know. Maybe. Nobody even ordered like a coffee. That's weird. (laughs) Unless. What am I supposed to. But I I didn't know because the waiter went around and asked everybody. And if you're not the last. If I was the last person, I wouldn't have ordered dessert, obviously, because then precedent would have been set. Or if I was like close to the end, but I was towards the beginning and then just nobody else ordered dessert. Yes. It's known that uh, Acme Fashion Company is a no dessert company. (laughs) Oh, wait a second. What a faux pas. So, yeah. But the thing is, it is interesting because just think how many how many people wanted dessert there. It is called a rollatini. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, good. Oh, good. We're I all right. I put a rollatini. See, I'm not just racist to Italians. 
and they don't have to be mad at me. It's called an eggplant rollantini, but it's yeah, it's like a pasta cannoli with like, you know, a, you know those things that are like a different shaped lasagna type of thing with yeah. eggplant in it. So that was good too. And what was the dessert? Um, I had the um, blueberry lemon cheesecake. Ooh, that's a winner. It was really good. It was really that's good. I did not, even though I felt super awkward, I did not regret ordering it and I didn't eat the whole thing. I, you Oh, know, you brought some home. That's right. Yeah. I didn't like Scarf it waste up. time. You know, I didn't waste a ton of everybody's time. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> While I ate my dessert. <laughs> Well, that's the problem, you know, when you're not drinking. Drinking provides so many uh, behavioral answers for you. Right. But you're floating in space if you're not. You know, <laughs> this is, if you're having a little bit of wine, then you can kind of get into it and feel the flow and the energy. If everybody else is a little buzzed and you're dead sober, and not only, if you're pregnant, you're not only dead sober, but you're hyper aware. And, you're and hyper aware, and conscious. if you're pregnant, you're also, like, there was a lot of food, and I ate a lot of really delicious food, but I was still hungry, so that's also, like, a vibe that maybe you don't pick up if you're pregnant. Like, maybe other people were just also stuffed and had been drinking, and so, you know, weren't... Maybe they just, like, were legitimately too full to eat dessert, and I wasn't. Yeah, but but dessert's not based on being full. Dessert is the sweet way you end a meal. Okay, but there's not, like, some unspoken rule that at, like, big work dinners you don't order dessert, right? That I didn't know I think, about? <laughs> you know what I think it is? I think that that um, that the... Since you're there with the brass, the brass was there, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of CEO types and a lot of, like, marketing pros... These are the this this is the set that does the pan mass challenge. That's these kind of people. These kind of people that all had like um um live strong bracelets. That kind of person mm -hmm. at, at one time. And they're alphas. A lot of times I think alphas is shoe dessert. Hmm. These are people who um are you know actually actually work hard on their abs. Who still, who like, you're, you're meant to be fit in an alpha, and you're not meant to be flabby. You're not meant to be hanging around having gelatinated uh, sugar and caramel with, with a blueberry on top. I understand, but it's a fancy Italian restaurant, and they had blueberry lemon cheesecake. I would like to know what everybody else had to eat. I mean, did, so what, did people balk at, at uh, indulging it, it, like they could have? Was chicken piccata the... Was the the exception or was it the norm? I mean, in other words, did that was pretty average. I heard like a few chicken and veal marsala type of meals. Ooh, and, like, so veal. They had veal. Controversial. So that's interesting. That's a bold choice. And I would have obviously I love veal, but that's a bold choice. That's almost a political statement. Is it veal baby cow? I feel like it's pretty normalized. Well, it's normalized it's a fancy in Italian, Italian restaurants. Restaurant. I get it, but. For people in the fashion industry to be to be veiling out, I'm just a little surprised. That's gutsy. Have dessert, then, guys. Yeah, I'm I'm pleased that they had it. And Marsala is such a winner. Such oh a yeah, winner. I almost ordered that. That was well, like find that out whatever civilization it is that brought us because um, Marsala is made out of prunes. Mm -hmm. Somebody near a, me ordered a, chicken and broccoli, which I felt like ugh, was like blah. that's cafeteria food. Blah. Yeah, I. 
I felt like if, you know, and I like that actually, like I like a chicken broccoli ziti type of meal too, Alfredo, like kind of dish. But I just feel that if you're at a nicer Italian restaurant, that that's like, that that's a waste at that, in that setting. Yeah. Uh, okay. Should we get to this Tim Dillon audio? Um, yeah, but I'm glad you had your good experience. I'm glad that you didn't pay. Do you know what the bill was? Nope. No clue. That's nice, isn't it? Oh, there feeling. you go. There's another thing. It's like, it was but there the... were a lot of bottles of wine flying around, so it right. couldn't have been anything. Well, that's good you that know. you got that at least your $18 cheesecake, at least. That's that's something. that you At least you got a little piece of the uh, P card, <laughs> the company's card. I know. Good feeling. Right before but... the maternity leave fleecing begins. <laughs> Should I get to this Tim Dillon audio? It has swears in it, though. Does that matter to you? Well, um... But I feel that you'll agree with it. Okay, I will. I'll clean it up. Do I clean it up? Do we clean it up in this podcast or not? I think we do. Okay, we'll clean it up. So something that's going on this summer, which I do not support, is Salt and Straw, the ice cream place, has lost their f***ing mind. These are some of their flavors this summer. Chocolate potato salad, spiced mustard ice cream, potato chip cookies, fudge. What the f*** is going on, <laughs> Dwayne Johnson and the f- lesbian Wiccans that own salt and straw. Cinnamon and honey fried chicken served by whites. <laughs> the first one I'm trying is uh, chocolate potato salad, and this is the mustard flavored ice cream, which I think is probably heinous. Now, it would be a great bit if I ate four pints. <laughs> like if I every single pint, I just ate the entire pint. <laughs> As I was talking about how gross it is, I was like, this is horrible. <laughs> Okay, so that's Tim so Dillon. Something- I agree with him. Um, I, first of all, is that a sponsor of his? Because it kind of seems like it is. But I know that he does rip on some sponsors. So that I do like the whole bit. I do love Tim Dillon. He is a fat. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and we did talk about how they've moved to like all these fancy ice cream places and flavors rather than you know right. the cheap gallon in your freezer kind of deal. Yeah, I, I mean. There is a difference between good ice cream, but but sorry, there's some trashy ice cream that's freaking delicious. The cheap like Turkey Hill stuff, whatever it is, mm-hmm. that's like birthday cake is freaking good. And I know that like there's like eighteen dollar pints of ice cream that technically are better, and you know you can get fright from the mm-hmm. farm. And I know those are the quality is better too. But ice cream, what's since we've been so romantic and sexual in this, ice cream can be a classy. Um, dazzling, gorgeous lover, or just a street, overly made-up, fun fling lover. In both, they're good. Mm-hmm. So, like, I didn't even know that this birthday cake ice cream existed. I think you invented. I taught you about birthday cake ice cream. Yeah, that's true. I didn't realize, and that's so. It's it's, it's like ab- sugar flavored ice cream. It's obscene. <laughs> it's really good. Yes. Yes, it is obscene, but it is it is. It is damn good. You know, that's it. I don't think ice cream is the greatest thing in the world. Like, I never need ice cream, and I always prefer it in the form of a frap or a milkshake, etc. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, ice cream tastes better than ever now. It, but this stuff, like mashed potato ice cream and all this other stuff, I have no no time for that. I have, it, it's, yeah. It, yeah, it doesn't even doesn't even do anything. And, and I'll also get a little nervous if somebody orders. Somebody, If anybody under 75 orders, like if you were at your thing last night... And somebody ordered a um, a um, a scoop of ice cream 
I'd find that. Well, they had a, this was a fancier place. So they had a gelato trio. Okay. Well, it's Italian too. So the gelato is Italian. So mm-hmm. I think that's fine. But you were right with the cheesecake. You absolutely did it right. And I, uh, I endorse it a hundred percent. Remember food as an aphrodisiac, Alice. You learned something important here today. Well, I hate nostalgia cause I can't climb up that hill without thinking your name. I hate nostalgia still think about you. It's been so long, I'm so lame. I hate nostalgia. Hope you hate it too. Hope you wonder what am I doing and who I'm pursuing. I hope you think I lead. Really exotic life the way I think about you You probably have a wife of your job And you go to church on Sundays And barbecue on weekends out in your backyard And sometimes think about me